Hey guys, welcome to Feed the Wolf podcast. Today's topic is going to be forgiveness and I want you to be able to dive a little bit deep with me today as I will be sharing a lot about my own story and just kind of be willing to get vulnerable and listen to my side here as I kind of dive into this whole thing. I always like to start off my podcast with kind of explaining where my topics come from. So not only do you think I'm just using hot buzzwords right now or pulling stuff out of my butt, but (laughs) there's actually a reason that I pick the topics that I pick and they almost always come from conversations I have or experiences I have in my own life. And following that suit is today's topic of forgiveness. So this came up today because... This past week, I think it was the last week or two weeks ago, recently, I actually had um, someone reach out to me and it was a very weird circumstance. So to understand this circumstance, you need a little bit of background from me, which is why I ask that you kind of stick with me on this one today as I share a little bit of my story with you and get a little open and vulnerable with you in order for you to understand So growing up, my parents got divorced. My mom was actually pregnant with me at the time that she divorced my biological father. And um, she remarried when I was about two years old, I believe, so still pretty young. And so I came from a divorced family. I grew up spending some time at my mom's and sometimes at my biological father's house. Um, And, you know... A lot of kids come from divorced families. That's all fine and dandy. We all kind of work through that on our own. And for me, it was something I never knew any different. So, you know, my mom got divorced when she was pregnant with me. That was all I had ever known growing up. So it wasn't weird. It was kind of just my normal. And to try to keep this somewhat short here, um, my biological father also ended up remarried. So both of my parents got into other relationships that led to marriages. And I went back and forth for a long time of throughout my childhood from one house to the other, that kind of thing. And it became a very different relationship. So I had a great relationship with my mom, also a good relationship with my father as I grew up. And actually when he ended up remarrying that relationship changed and I don't want to get into the details too much. I believe it's unnecessary. Um, but what ultimately happened was I decided that I wanted to spend some more time with my mom. That's just kind of what I preferred. And whether you know the background of the legal system, it's kind of tricky as far as deciding who you want to spend your time with when you're a child. And there's so many different parenting rules and stuff that goes into that now. But But either way, uh, when my dad had remarried his wife, they ended up adopting a son and his name was Owen and kind of going through this, this period of my life when I was deciding that I wanted to spend more time with my mother, um, the, the the difficult part for me in making that decision was knowing that I would have to leave behind my little brother if I wasn't to see my father anymore. And I have to give you this background for you to kind of understand why I'm going to talk about forgiveness today. But ultimately, 
I, I led, I decided that I was going to only see my mom and my, my stepdad. And so for the past, um, let's see, I'm 24 now. The past 11 years, I have not spoken to my biological father or that side of the family. And now, of course, this isn't for you to feel sorry for me or whatever. It's not a pity party. I just want you to understand kind of where I'm coming from and why forgiveness came up because I feel that I actually have just now realized how much I've buried this pain from my childhood. I've never really dealt with it until I was kind of forced to this past week when Owen, my little brother that was adopted from my biological dad and stepmom, actually uh, reached out to me (laughs) via social media this past week and I was like so surprised so emotional and I don't have to get into the details of that but like it brought up this whole thing that man I have really buried these memories emotions from my childhood with my real dad that I never really dealt with never really talked about Um, Didn't even realize I had these feelings until I was kind of forced to confront them recently. And what I found is that I'm still holding on to a lot of those emotions, that resentment, that anger, and I'm still carrying it with me today when obviously that's not something that's going to help me live my best life. And before I dive into this topic even further, I just want to make it known that While I'm out here trying to give you guys advice on living your best life, this is certainly a topic that I feel I really am still struggling with myself. And when I give you some tips later at the end here on how to kind of work on this, know that these are things that I'm still working on myself and that I actually found when I went through this, I have a lot of people in my life, including myself, that I need to forgive. And I think it's really important that we kind of take this time to reflect and figure out what we're carrying with us. Because again, if we don't ever acknowledge these emotions, sometimes we're not even aware that we haven't dealt with them yet or that we may be still carrying them around and that we do have people in our life lives that maybe need to be forgiven and not for the sake of them, but for the sake of you, because you deserve to be free of these emotions that you're carrying around with you. So why practice forgiveness? Obviously, we don't want to be holding on to these negative emotions, but I actually found an article. It was called Live Longer by, by Practicing Forgiveness by Susan Whitbourne. She's a PhD. And I thought that was super interesting. So There's this research on forgiveness that was done and it showed that forgiveness in general is positively associated with with better health. And this was in terms of like your heart, your hormones, your immune system, which was generally related to, you know, stress or lack of stress when you're able to practice forgiveness. They also found that there were psychological benefits. So people who were able to forgive more readily were less likely to be depressed and anxious and more a lot more likely to be happy. So if you're able to forgive, you're able to be a happier person. 
they found that these psychological and physical qualities were all a key in predicting um predicting a longer life so practicing forgiveness was allowing you to live longer it was the way that you respond when you feel wronged or when you seek even forgiveness of yourself that it had this variety of health boosting benefits people who can make this mental shift may benefit in ways that they didn't even anticipate namely by living longer so that was kind of the the research there and what they actually did was there was this study that was done which I found super interesting because of course it's it's a pretty obvious thing of like all right yeah I shouldn't be carrying around these feelings of resentment with me from my day-to-day life but the fact that there's actual research that shows that this could help you live longer I think is really beneficial in kind of finding your why as far as why you should really be practicing this. And so the study that was done, it was called Forgive to Live. It was by a psychologist named Lauren Toussaint. I believe that's that's got to be like French or something. I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Toussaint. But so this guy and his colleagues, they were in investigating these relationships among forgiveness. And there was some religiousness involved Um, spirituality, health, mortality, all that kind of stuff. But basically he took this sample of 1,500 adults and they were actually older. So they were 66 and older as far as age. And the study was actually published in the Journal of Behavioral Medicine. And it was the first to test benefits of forgiveness to live a long life. So it was the first study that was ever really done on this. And what they did was they took this group of 1,500 adults and they tested seven different components. So the first one was your conditional forgiveness of others. The second was your unconditional forgiveness of others. So basically, whether it had conditions or not, obviously, right? The third one was unforgiveness of others. So if you're unable to forgive other people. The fourth was belief in God's conditional forgiveness. The fifth was belief in God's unconditional forgiveness. The ability to give yourself was the sixth one. And the last one was feeling forgiven by others. So there were these seven different components that were tested. And that's not really the main focus here. But what they did was after kind of controlling the the religious side of it, the social class and kind of taking that stuff out of it, they found that the one quality that predicted mortality was forgiveness. And people who scored high on the scale of conditional forgiveness, meaning that they will only forgive others on conditional terms, they died before people who scored low on this measure. So basically, they took all these people, they took these seven different components, and they tested them, and they found that if you're able to forgive, you're able to live a longer life. And I think that is just so fascinating. Um, So another thing that I found actually was pretty interesting. It was from Stephanie Goldstein in an article she wrote. And it had more negative effects of these feelings. So there's a science backed behind it. But we know that 
hanging on to the anger, the resentment, the negative emotions, they only hurt you. They don't hurt the person who has wronged you. And holding on to these feelings, she found, was that resentment can cause your blood pressure to spike and to trigger the release of stress chemicals that can make you physically sick. So the truth is, it doesn't really do any good to hang on to these emotions. As a saying goes, quote, not forgiving is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die, end quote. And I know uh, Robert has actually given that free gem in a past podcast, but it's so true. Like, it's so easy to sit here and say like, oh yeah, I know like hanging on to these emotions doesn't hurt them, but it really does hurt you. And I think it's really important to actually sit and think about like, are there people in my life I need to forget? Like, are there emotions that I'm hanging on to? Because even though I knew for the most part, these, this information and that, yes, I shouldn't hang on to resentment or that going over these same negative feelings is only a waste of my time and energy. Like I kind of knew that, but I wasn't really aware that like, I never confronted these emotions before. And that practicing forgiveness towards these people may help me not only live a better life now, but may it help me live a longer life as well. So it doesn't necess- when you practice forgiveness, it doesn't necessarily mean rec- reconciling with the person who has harmed you or wronged you. It doesn't necessarily mean that you are condoning their actions towards you. Again, forgiveness is for you. It's for no one else. Try to view this as a gift that you give to yourself, not a gift that you're giving to that person that has wronged you. Another quote from Stephanie that I really liked was that forgiveness is making the conscious choice to release yourself from the burden, pain, and stress of holding on to resentment. So viewing that forgiveness as a choice, a thing that you get to do to help yourself, not anyone else, I think is a great way to look at it or a great perspective to have on it because Again, this is ultimately up to you to decide to forgive this person and to decide to free yourself from the pain that you're putting yourself through from hanging on to these emotions. Forgiveness offers you freedom. It offers you peace of mind. It's going to help you let go of these things that hold you down. Like when I was kind of going through this mentally and reflecting after it was brought to my attention by, you know, my old little brother reaching out to me I was like wow I really am hanging on to this like I I thought I had gone through it I thought I had let it go but I realized I really was just shoving it down and kind of trying to forget about it and to block it out like honestly I was trying to think about you know what to say to him he's only a teenager now he's a young boy so he had some questions for me rightfully so and Some of them I like couldn't even answer because I had shoved all this stuff down for so long for the past 11 years that I never really dealt with it and I didn't even really know what to say. So I had to kind of like remind myself that what happened was in the past and the fact that I'm continuing to hold on to it is only going to keep it in the future for as long as I let it to be like 
realized too that without practicing forgiveness and with hanging on to this resentment and these emotions, maybe it's not only affecting you in a way that you may not even be aware of yet, but it could also be affecting those around you. Like consider how your relationships would change. How would your life be different right now if you chose to forgive that person or if you chose to let go of all the things you're hanging on to, how would your relationships change? How would your career change if you chose to practice this forgiveness in all those people towards all those people in your life that you may be needing to forgive? I think it's pretty apparent um, that hanging on to resentment is painful and it hurts you and that practicing forgiveness now we know can help us live a longer life and be free from these emotions but I think it's hard to know exactly how to do this so as always I like to provide you guys with steps to take or things you can kind of take away from this to start practicing in your own life and and when you go to practice forgiveness I think there's a lot of different ways that it can be done I don't think there's any right or wrong way I think the right way is whatever works for you but I did find um, eight little essentials for forgiveness that I wanted to share and then kind of talk about what I prefer to do and other options you have as well but the eight essentials that I found the first one was to make a list of people who have hurt you deeply enough to warrant the effort to forgive So you can kind of go through this by maybe asking yourself on a scale of one to 10, how much pain do I have regarding the way this person has treated me? So making that list would be kind of the first step, which is something I did and I do 100% recommend. I kind of went through personally and made a list and I came up with like 22 people that I needed to forgive. And it was kind of like, an eye-opening experience of like dang Miranda like (laughs) you certainly have have issues with letting things go and hanging on to things which 100% is me like that's just how I am as a person and that's something like I said at the beginning of this that I'm still working on myself and that I really still do need to work on Um, but I think making a list is a huge thing whether you start with just that complete list and then from there maybe kind of chop it down with asking yourself, okay, how much on a one, one to 10 scale, how much pain did this really affect me? Like how much effort should I put into forgiving this person? But I think either way, that first step of step of making a list is really huge. Um, so the second step then would be consider the offense by the person on your list. So ask yourself now, how has this person's offense towards me negatively impacted my life? So kind of just reflecting on maybe the instance, if there was just something like a moment in time that really sticks out to you with that person, take some time to reflect on that. The, st- the third step then is um, make when you're ready, making a decision to forgive. And the thing I want to point out here is again, that it is a decision like It's a choice for you to go through this and to decide to forgive that person. And I mean, it can take some time to come to the point where you truly are ready to forgive that person. I think it's important to note that it depends on the offense and it depends on the circumstance. 
but it could take up to years for you to fully forgive somebody depending again depending on what happened but it is ultimately a decision or a choice that you make again for yourself not anyone else but it is a choice you make to forgive that person the fourth step then is kind of just going through some cognitive exercises so asking yourself questions about the person who has hurt you like trying to see it from their side so I've talked with Robert on this podcast about judgment and perspective and it was all about trying to see where the other person may be coming from and I think that can be super beneficial when it comes to practicing forgiveness like think of the other person's pain what was it like for that person while they were growing up what wounds did he or she suffer from others that could have made them more likely to hurt you? Like, what have they gone through? Maybe, you know, the person who has abused you in your childhood, of course, like, again, not making it okay that they did whatever they did to you, but maybe that person was abused too, and that is all they've ever known as normal. What kind of extra pressures or stresses were this person were in this person's life at the time that they offended you or harmed you or whatever I mean try to be aware of any feelings of compassion for this person come up as you kind of ask yourself these questions and try to see it from their perspective a little bit because I think that kind of makes them a little bit more human and realizing that everyone on this earth together as a human we all make mistakes like nobody's perfect and again you're not making it okay what they did to you you are just practicing forgiveness for the sake of yourself so the next step here would kind of be trying to consciously bear the pain that they caused you so that you do not end up throwing that pain back on to the person who offended you or towards others such as loved ones who were not the ones that hurt you in the first place. So like I kind of stated earlier, this may not only be affecting you, but it could also be affecting other loved ones and other relationships in your life as well as you kind of carry this burden, this piano on your back throughout your life. These next couple steps, again, this is from the eight essentials of forgiveness that I found. Um, These next couple steps aren't actually ones that I've practiced, but I think they could be certainly beneficial to some people out there. Um, But the next, the seventh one was actually think of a gift of some kind that you can offer to the person you're trying to give. And remember, this gift can be like a thought that you send them. It doesn't have to be like a physical, actual presence. Um, But I think the, the essence there is basically again, trying to see them as a human and somebody who makes mistakes as well and kind of try to see maybe where they were coming from. And then the last thing here, or the last step, at least from that portion, was try to find meaning and purpose in what you have experienced. So maybe this was an extremely painful, hurtful thing that you've gone through, and maybe it lasted years of your lifetime, but what lessons can you take away from it? you know, let's take that abusive relationship example again, like, okay, so you've gone through these eight steps, you're working on practicing forgiveness towards that person in the situation, what's going to be your takeaway, like, maybe 
you've realized, okay, that person has been abused in their whole childhood. They knew nothing else. That is maybe why they abused me. But now the lesson I can take away from this is to stop the cycle and know that I'm no longer going to take this abuse or, of course, not going to put that abuse on others in my life either. So I think there's always, always a lesson learned, always a takeaway. And it's important to have the positive mindset to try to find that takeaway as well. So again, these are just kind of the eight steps I found. It doesn't necessarily have to be these eight steps. Uh, For me, it certainly wasn't all eights, but it's important to consider who in your life you may need to forgive and to keep in mind that one of those people may be yourself. Like I said, when I was making my 22 person long list, one of them, one of the people on there was me because I know I'm, I'm extremely hard on myself and I'm constantly, you know, beating myself up for things and I need to remind myself to speak kindly to myself and forgive myself for the mistakes that I feel that I've made and the failures that I've made in my life as well. Um, Another thing too to note, um, the reason this came up for me again with my situation with my biological father, um, it wasn't necessarily in the cards for me to express those feelings to him as a person, at least not yet. That's not something I feel that I'm ready for. But if it is possible in any of your situations, try to give yourself that opportunity to express your feelings to the relevant person if that's that's the case. Like maybe it was just a scenario that you had with your boss where, you know, it was super unhealthy. Maybe you're able to have a conversation with them, get those feelings out, communicate with them, even though it may be uncomfortable. Give yourself that opportunity to express those feelings and practice that forgiveness in a physical sense, if you're able to, this may not be, you know, possible for every single situation and every person that you feel you need to give practice forgiveness to. But for the ones that it is, certainly put yourself in a situation where you can do that. Other options could be even writing a letter to that person who has wronged you. And again, that's not for you to even send it out, which I mean, I guess you could if you wanted to. But just as a way to kind of get those emotions out for the sake of you and to free yourself from those feelings and those emotions and that resentment that you're carrying with you. I know for me, I've written a lot of letters, whether it was to ex-boyfriends that I never actually ended up sending or when I left my last job, I actually wrote a letter to uh, my old bosses. I wrote a letter to all the members that I wanted to say goodbye to that I at the past gym I was at that I wasn't really able to. And none of these letters I ever really sent. But again, it was for the sake of me and for kind of a way to heal myself and find some closure in some of those situations. So there's no real, real right or wrong way to practice this. It's really just whatever works for you as most things are in, you know, mindset work or self-help or self-growth But the one thing I do want to bring up here that I've practiced myself is kind of a meditation exercise on forgiveness. When I was first getting into meditation, I used um, something that was from, is called Mind Valley, which you can get the app. 
and practice meditation through that. I think it's a great way to start because it is guided. It does have a lot of steps. It does take a little bit longer, but you're someone who's new to mindset. It's a great play or I'm sorry, new to meditation work. It's a great way to kind of get into it. And then eventually from there, I think you can kind of take what you learned and kind of go through it on your own once you get a little bit more experience. But anyway, through this Mind Valley meditation, there was like five different phases. And I believe it was the third one, but I know for sure there was a specific phase on there that was only for forgiveness. And so they went through this and whether you use the Mind Valley app or you kind of just take this exercise and go through it on your own. I think it is really beneficial and I really did enjoy it when it was something that I was doing, which now that I think about it, certainly need to get back to doing. But it's this meditation exercise for forgiveness where you basically, you know, start your meditation with your deep breathing, eyes closed, kind of centering yourself. And then you think of one of those people. So maybe you already made your list or maybe it was a mental list, but you take one person only Think of someone in specific who has caused you pain or harm and you visualize that person in front of you. And then you kind of go through the events in your mind or that time that you were hurt and you notice any feelings or emotions that come up. And I think it's really important here to 100% like go through the details of that event or maybe in maybe if there are multiple events from this person, just pick one in specific that you go through. Notice the feelings, notice the thoughts, notice the emotions that come up and allow yourself to feel them for a few minutes. Like just sit with it, go through it. What does it look like, smell like, sound like, feel like, and sit there for a few minutes. And I'm going to be honest, the first time I went through this meditation exercise of forgiveness, I bawled my eyes out. Like it was very emotional for me. And I think the main reason it was, was because this was one of the first times I was actually dealing with these emotions and allowing them to come up. And that was a very powerful moment for me. And so after you kind of sit with these feelings and emotions and you kind of play through that event in your head after a few minutes, what you do to kind of close up is you mentally say, or maybe for you, you may need to say it out loud, but you say, I forgive you. And now I ask that you forgive me. And that was kind of the the main idea of the forgiveness meditation exercise, at least through Mind Valley. I know there's a couple other exercises out there. Um, lots of different meditations out there you can use as well. But even if you go through it on your own, I think visualizing it and sitting in those emotions can be something that is really, truly powerful. Like I said, for me, the first time I went through, I was, I was bawling and it was very emotional for me. Um, But as always, there's no wrong way to go about this. I think if you take one step away from this today, the first step would certainly be making a list and kind of just thinking of those people who have hurt you and kind of ask yourself that one through 10, just so you're not having a list of like 50 people that ends up surprising you. I think it's very important to take time for self-reflection, especially in these our busy, fast-paced lives. 
I mean, it happened to me. I wasn't really even aware of how much I had really shoved down these emotions and not really dealt with them until I was forced to. And so this is me right now trying to force you guys to take time to reflect and think about what kind of pain you may be carrying with you from resentments, hurt, pain, maybe even guilt, and and go through this practice or this process of figuring out what you are holding on to and practicing forgiveness so that you're able to let it go for the sake of yourself. Give yourself permission and give yourself the space to acknowledge and honor the pain that you're feeling before ultimately taking the steps to release it from your heart and your mind because you have to give yourself time to feel this pain. Otherwise, if you're constantly shoving it down, like you're never going to be able to ultimately fully let it go. I shoved my pain down for so long until now that I'm able to actually kind of confront it and deal with it. And I know it was affecting my relationships and it's something that I need to do for myself to to move on. And I don't think we always see the impact that it really is making on our lives. Understand that forgiveness is a process. So Maybe you take away a lot of from this today and you go start your meditation exercise on it. You make your list, you write your letter, whatever it is. Do that like 100% please do, but also do it with with understanding that forgiveness is a process and it will take a lot of time. It's just like any other skill that you need to practice every day, like If you're in the CrossFit world, think of double unders. That's a skill that you need to be practicing to get it down. This is the same thing with practicing forgiveness. Depending on the severity of the hurt cause, like I said earlier, this can take up to years for you to 100% forgive someone or forgive them for a certain situation. It's a process and it takes time and it's something that needs to be worked on and something that I am still struggling with myself a lot, but I hope this served as some motivation for you to do some reflection. Know that, again, this is something you're doing for yourself and for no one else, not for that person who hurt you. It's not making it okay. It's making you okay so that you can go on and lead a better life for yourself. Because ultimately, hanging on to this anger, this resentment, these negative emotions, this is what causes us to be so stressed out and to have negative impact on our health. Remember, forgiveness has shown us that we are able to live a longer life if we're able to practice this and to live a happier life, which is ultimately what we're looking for. Like, yeah, it's great to live longer but it's, is it great to live longer if you're not living a life you're proud to live and you're happy to live? And I think that if you're healthy and you're happy, of course we all want to live longer. And one way for us to be able to lead a better, happier life is to let go of these feelings and to practice forgiveness and to work on it. Because ultimately this podcast is about the non-sexy stuff. Like, It's not super cool to go like sit down and write a list of the people you need to forgive or, you know, it's not super sexy to meditate. It's not super fun all the time. It's not it's not always the things that you want to do the most. 
But I think the things that we least want to do are usually the things that we probably should be doing the most. And so this is just my reminder for you today to take time for yourself and reflect on this. Start practicing forgiveness because we know the psychological, physical benefits that it'll give us. And and remember, as always, to feed the good wolf. That's what this podcast is about. Be the best version of you. Stop giving so much energy to the negative as we're hardwired to do. And feed the good wolf. Thank you guys so much for listening. I truly appreciate it. As always, I would love to hear from you. So feel free to send me a message. My Instagram is MirandaPandaFit. Um, I'm currently at Black Wolf CrossFit in Houston, Texas. You can find me there as well. Otherwise, just comment, like, subscribe, reach out to me on this podcast. I would love to hear from you and hear any other topics you are looking to get some more info about. All right, guys, have a great rest of your day and I will talk to you next week.